teacher style box is allowing me to kind of step outside of my comfort zone completely, like guilt free. And I love that because I don't want to spend money on dresses when I have literally so many that I don't wear that I don't like anymore. (laughs) And I feel guilty. This is absolutely going to revolutionize the way that you dress up for school. TeacherStyleBox.com, promo code JESS30. Get a free month of Teacher Style Box. That's like a month of endless clothes coming back and forth to you. Endless teacher fashion, promo code JESS30. Hey, all you hot messes. This is your hot mess teacher express conductor, Jess Smith. And not only am I your conductor today, but I am also a passenger on this journey with you. I have not had the greatest day. Some would call it a uh, hot mess day. Just things were not going my way. And you know what? Those days happen and it's okay. So walking into school this morning, I was walking into my classroom with my coat and backpack on, with my students waiting outside my door. That's how late I was to school today. It wasn't a great start, but the I think the, the real kicker here was that I was wearing fuzzy leopard slippers. No, it was not spirit day, but those were the only shoes that fit me. After I spent the morning trying to put on all of my shoes that I thought should fit, and they didn't. I cried for a little bit. Yep, I I definitely cried, I sat there. And then I made my way into school. So that's why I was late. It wasn't anything super dramatic or fun. It was just that I was having a pregnant temper tantrum about my shoes not fitting on my feet and having to wear fuzzy leopard slippers. But thankfully that was my day today because I have the perfect guest to just help brighten up my day. She always helps me with this. She is such an amazing, well-spoken woman about boundaries in the classroom and also taking care of yourself and being okay to admit that, you know what? I'm not okay right now and that's okay. Or I need a break and that's okay. She is here to talk to us today about toxic positivity, how she practices self-care. And I'm just, guys, I'm so excited to have Haley from A Latte Learning. Haley, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much for that amazing introduction and thank you for having me on. I'm just so excited to have this conversation. I think it's so important for all teachers to hear. I think so too because I, goodness, this year, first of all, has been just totally rough and I feel like now that we're getting into almost like back to normal life or where people think that we should be back to normal, it's really, really hard to maintain the rate that we're going at. And like, how are you doing? First of all, how are you doing? Um, 
I'm okay. And I'm going to say just okay, because I think that's all that we can do. I feel like I am still in maintenance survival mode, Mm -hmm. you know? So my school has actually been in person this entire time. So since August, we've been... Yeah, we've been in person with a full classroom this whole time, which is amazing. I am so grateful for that. And I realize I'm not in the majority. Uh, But with that being said, it has been exhausting. It's been great, but it's been exhausting. So obviously, it looks a lot different than it did last year. We've had to make a ton of adjustments, try new things, change the way that instruction looks. I know everyone has been changing the way their instruction looks. So (laughs) I really feel like I'm in survival right now. I'm just trying to get to the end of it. But, you know, for the first time, I can see it. I can see the end of this tunnel. Right. (laughs) The end of the school year is coming. We can do it. We're almost (laughs) there. Yes. Keep going. I know. (laughs) I totally feel that too, because I, and I feel bad that I'm still in maintenance mode. I just like, I literally cannot get a grasp on anything and everything is changing all the time. Have, did you well, have to like yeah. go remote or? We never did. Never? So last, never? Never. Not, not <gasps> this school year, not 2021. Never been remote, never hybrid, nothing in person this whole time, which is just crazy. I still I kind of can't crazy. believe it. I know. Yeah. So last year, like this time last year, when the when the original two week flatten the curve thing came out and a lot of schools were closing, uh, Mm -hmm. my school did shut down and we did remote virtual learning until the end of the year. Um, But obviously that looks a lot different than virtual learning looks right now. So we were kind of. In my district, because I moved, I've done so much in the past year. But in my I know, I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) It was a very rural district, and a lot of the kids didn't have devices, and we weren't prepared to send any home. So we were doing like packets, which wasn't great, but it was all we could do with what we were given and the small amount of time that we had. So I, I don't even feel like I've really done virtual learning, which I know is probably shocking to some people, but that's just my reality, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. No. Okay. So you moved to a totally different school in a different state, right? Yeah. And a whole new grade. I know. I'm crazy. (laughs) I know. That's, that sounds like a recipe for disaster, but. So maybe, yeah. So maybe that's why I'm still in maintenance (laughs) mode. I'm just trying to figure it out. (laughs) Trying to learn a whole new grade level and like teach this Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But you, okay. So first grade, you're in first grade now. And how is that kind of transitioning? Because I know your heart is in third grade. Yeah. I love, love, love third grade. I did too. I did too. (laughs) It's so special. I know. But yeah, first first grade was all that was open when I switched schools. And I was, like you said, I was moving to a whole new state. So I really was just trying to get a job in the middle of a pandemic. And mm-hmm. I lucked out and got an amazing one. First grade is so special. And this is the third grade I've taught. And without a doubt, it has been the most challenging. Even like outside of the pandemic, first grade is just a lot. So like props to all of you primary teachers, because (laughs) how do you keep coming back? I'm tired. Like (laughs) I'm exhausted. (laughs) It's so much. And I feel like there's so much responsibility because they're like little brains are yours to mold. (laughs) They're like six years old. I'm like, you've been on this planet for only like six or seven years. Like what? (laughs) And you're spending one of them with me. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Let's do this. And, And all of the things that you're teaching in first grade like kindergarten first grade are like those primary blocks like building blocks for which like I as a fifth grade teacher rely on 
<laughs> yeah, so it is literally your it's, your whole thing. I have felt so much pressure, and I know people say that there's <laughs> a lot of pressure in like upper elementary because it's a testing grade or whatever you want to call it. But I almost feel more pressure and a bigger responsibility in first grade because, like you said, I'm like building that foundation that they're gonna keep growing on for the rest of their schooling career. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So wow, like bravo to you. Goodness gracious, that's so much. (laughs) Okay, so you switched grades and you're completely in the classroom. How many kids do you have in your classroom? I have 22. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's Mm -hmm. amazing though, that never went remote. Those are some healthy children over there. I know, right? We like to wash our hands. No, (laughs) I think it was just a lot of... (laughs) I'm just kidding. It was all it your was hand like sanitizer of... from Bath and Body Works. That's it. Yes. I know. We just like squirted it all over the place. Yes. It really works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's kind of get into the topic of today, which is like, I feel like this coined phrase of toxic positivity. We as teachers, I feel a lot of times feel the need to put on this show that everything is fine, even when... <laughs> The principal comes in and tells us that our salaries are being cut in half and report cards are due tomorrow. And we're like, got it on it. And we just somehow feel like it's not okay to say we're not okay. And I really liked what you said on one of your Instagram posts that you need to leave when your contract time is up. Um, It's what's best for me and my mental health. And that doesn't make me a bad teacher. How did you get to that point? Because it's so hard for some people. I know. I think it took me a few years to realize. But when I was finally able to accept that my to-do list was quite literally never going to be empty. (laughs) Never. I could stay at school for 24 hours and find more things to do, right? It's Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. never going to be done. And that was really hard for my brain because I'm someone who needs to like check things off and finish everything to feel successful or like my day was productive. So finally, it dawned on me, you know, my list is never going to be done. So I'm going to work as hard as I can during my contract hours and get as much done as I possibly can. And at the end of the day, I will feel successful and proud of the work that I did. I'm ready for tomorrow. If That's my role. If I can say I'm ready for tomorrow, I'm ready for 8 a.m. when I'm walking out the door, then I can mm-hmm. leave and everything mm-hmm. else can wait until tomorrow. And that's just been a better balance for me because I remember my first year of teaching, I would sit in my classroom <laughs> for hours on end. Like I wouldn't go home till 5.30, 6 o'clock at night. Then I would go home and like grade more papers. And then I'm like crying in my bed at like 9 o'clock because I'm so tired and I'm not done. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's awful. And I just was like, I can't live like this. So I'm going to work as hard as I can while I'm at school. And then I'm going to work on myself outside of school, which Mm -hmm. in turn ends up helping me be a better teacher at school for my kids. Absolutely. And that was actually a conversation that we recently had with Britt Root, Miss Fifth, that first year of teaching and how our perspectives have kind of changed just because of our need for mental health and yeah. making those boundaries. And I I love that you said that it doesn't make you a bad teacher. And I, I kind of want to know, like, what is a good teacher? If you were to, like, think I- of qualities that make a good teacher, what are they? That's interesting. I think the definition (laughs) of a good teacher is 
different for every teacher. Um, Mm. And I think what makes me a good teacher might make somebody else not a good teacher. You know, me saying I leave at contract hours, I understand that that's not possible for everybody and it might stress people out. So I think you just have to figure out what makes you happy. So for me, I love being creative. I've made a lot of songs for my kids. We like to sing. We like to listen to music. (laughs) I love taking care of myself. That makes me a good teacher. And I love collaborating with others. So I would say whatever, find those like three key power words for you that you're going to like build your classroom on and you're going to build yourself as an educator on. For me, like I said, it's, it's creating, it's collaborating, and I like to motivate and inspire. Those things make me a good teacher. So I'm going to do what I can to focus on those three core values and then everything else kind of comes from there so I would encourage people to think about what it is you want to um, share with the world in your classroom with your students with your team and then figure out how you're going to be able to accomplish that yes so what does self-care look like to you because that's that's another like uh that's another phrase that has come out like you have to take care of yourself practice self-care but it looks I know it looks different for everybody and first of all how does one do that how does one step away (laughs) to do that and what does it look like for you so my self-care journey kind of goes hand in hand with my mental health journey and I'm pretty honest and open about that over on Instagram I struggle a lot with anxiety and depression Um, I've been to therapy, which has been super helpful for me. And actually, one thing I got from there, because I'm somebody who's constantly going, I don't know how to slow down. So in going Hmm. to therapy, I, I came up, well found this new idea where I like made a box and it kind of sounds silly, but any old box. And I wrote down a bunch of things that I love to do. And it could be small things like going to Starbucks. That makes me happy going to Target. (laughs) Um, Or it could be like painting a canvas, just watching Netflix, like a lot of things that either require a little bit of money or things that you could do on your own. And I put them in a box. And once a week, which usually it's the weekends for me, I pull something out of my box and I do it. That's what I do. Because sometimes I have a really hard time making decisions. I don't know if anybody else is like that too, but it's like decision fatigue is so real. And yeah. And I know it sounds silly, but it's like, I can't even decide what to do for myself. So I'm like, you know what? Past Haley already came up with some ideas. She's going to pull it out of the box. (gasps) And today we're going to watch Netflix and order pizza. I love it. (laughs) Oh, that is such a good idea because there are so many days where I'm like, I need a break. I need to step away for a minute, but I can't decide what to do. (laughs) See? And then you're like mad at yourself and you're like, I can't even decide. I'm Well, I have nothing. I'm just going to sit here, you know? I just wasted (laughs) two hours trying to decide. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Another thing I've done that's super helpful is I, and again, it probably sounds cheesy but like just just roll with it I made a list in my notes app on my phone of things that make me happy and so sometimes I'll just look at that and it's like something as small as like a sunset walk or you know just being able to be outside reading a book in the morning just there are little things but when I look at that list I'm like okay what could I do today that I know is going to make me happy and I just like check a few things off good to go wow okay I love this so much. I'm learning so much from you. (laughs) After my day today, I'm (laughs) I'm gonna practice some of these because good. Yeah, make your happy list, Jess. (laughs) Goodness, one of them involves like a foot massage. I think that's what is gonna have to happen later today. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. So you're a very positive person. And your mental health journey and your openness with that has been so inspiring. Because, okay, on the Instagram world, I feel like a lot of times we're putting on a show, right? There's a lot of Mm -hmm. 
fake and there's a lot of don't look behind me and like see all of the trash that's in the room behind me. Jess, um, I literally, I turned my desk around so that you couldn't see my kitchen <laughs> island behind me. Like, so I'm making eyes at it because it's just like, st- it's staring at me. So yes, I, it's it's a show. <laughs> yeah, it is. But like, I put so much effort into making sure that people know that I'm kind of put together, but I don't know. Do you ever feel that pressure? And Yeah, I Yeah, I totally understand what you're saying. I feel like I really struggle with people pleasing too. So (laughs) then I get online. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't want anyone to not understand my message or get frustrated at me for putting on a show or acting like I'm not being real. It's hard. And I kind of find myself, I sometimes I'll go in spurts on Instagram. I'm either like on there a lot or I'm not on there. And I've kind of said before, if I'm not on there, I'm probably having a bad day. And just because I do, I do share my mental health journey or I do share the bad days. You don't see every single one. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just like you don't see every single happy moment, but it's hard for people because they don't really know us, you know, like I share as much as I can through a screen, but there's a limit sometimes. Yeah. And where you are like someone who people come to for that positivity too. I think that there's a lot of pressure for you to keep up that everything's amazing. (laughs) I know it's hard. And then I'll like find DMs from people asking for advice. And I love to talk to people and I love to connect with people. But sometimes, you know, especially on a bad day, I find a DM like, how do you keep going and teaching? Like, it's really hard. I don't know. And I like want to sit there and be like, girl, same. Like, I don't know either. Like, I I didn't love today either. I got nothing. Like, you know, it's hard. (laughs) Yeah. No, absolutely. Because I think that that authenticity that you do bring, because I've seen people ask questions when you do a Q&A on Instagram, that that people really want to know, like, how to keep going. And you're like, it's hard. It's not mm-hmm. easy at all. And I'm just, I'm so proud of you for what you're doing on your Instagram, especially to connect with people and really make them feel heard. I think that that's such a huge platform for you and something that needs to be celebrated as well. Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I actually, I started my Instagram during my first year of teaching because I felt like I didn't have anyone to connect with at my school. So that's why that connection piece really is so important for me because I remember feeling kind of lost, lonely, and just on my own, and I hated that. And so if I could even be kind of a source of inspiration or motivation or encouragement, even through a screen, like I really hold on to that feeling because I remember what it felt like for me when I was just getting started, Mm -hmm. and I would love to be that for even just one other person. Like That makes it all worth it. I think you're that person for a lot of people. So (laughs) I think you're doing an amazing job. Um, Thank you. So yeah. So can we can we kind of talk about your journey to being where you're at today at a new school and how that came about? Because I know that you've been pretty open about your struggles with finding support at your previous school. Mm -hmm. I think so. This is the second school that I've been at. So it was the first school, the first place I got a job. And, you know, when you're fresh out of college, you're just excited <laughs> to get a job yep. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere. And, yeah, you'll take what you can get. And so <laughs> I think when I was just getting started, I didn't really know what I wanted as an educator. I didn't even know who mm. I wanted to be as an educator. So mm. I found myself at a school and I have I learned so much there. I am so grateful for that place, even despite all the struggles and hardships that I went through, because 
even in it, it taught me a lot of stuff, good and bad. It taught me things I didn't want anymore. It taught me things that I wanted to be as I moved forward. Um, so I'm grateful for that. But I think teaching is just so hard. We know it's so hard <laughs> enough as is. So if you don't have support from admin or coworkers or even families or anything else, it's like, oh my goodness, you're right. going to burn yourself out even. Mm-hmm. F- what's the point? Like, if right. you feel like nobody's on your side, it's just exhausting. So I knew I needed to go somewhere different. I just, I wasn't growing there. I wasn't really, I didn't feel like I was being heard or that my ideas were valued. And that was really hard for me to accept um, and almost stand up for myself because that's hard too. Some people will just say, <laughs> well, it is what it is. You know, this is yeah. good mm-hmm. enough. But I didn't want to settle for that. So I ended up interviewing at a few different places last uh, spring. And I just knew what I wanted to look for in a new school and a new team. I wanted supportive coworkers. I wanted admin that had similar values as me. Um, And so when I interviewed, I asked questions kind of along those lines. And that's Mm. what helped me find my new school and how I knew it was going to be a good fit for me. So if anyone is kind of in the same boat and trying to find somewhere different or finding a new school, think about what maybe what you don't like about your current placement and what you would like to see in a new school and ask those questions when you're interviewing. Yeah, absolutely. And you have a lot of great advice about interview, interviewing and starting that process as, you know, as a teacher who's been at her school for the last seven years, that is something that I constantly deal with. I'm like, should I go somewhere else is this like am I gonna find something else that's better out there and rather than I think what I admire about what you did is rather than sit there in a miserable state of just not feeling supported and feeling alone you did something about it and that's and look at you now (laughs) are you are you happier in your school where you're at I'm oh I'm so much happier like I, I like education again, which again, I'm saying that in the middle of a pandemic when everything is different. So uh-huh. that says something. <laughs> I really believe the people that you are surrounded with make a difference and really impact your work. And I'm just so grateful to work with an awesome team right now. And I have an amazing principal who is just super supportive and has a similar Aww. vibe and value. And it's just, I'm I'm so happy, Jess. <laughs> oh, good. I'm so glad. I'm so, so Thanks. glad. <laughs> Um, so what would you, what advice would you give to teachers who are feeling super discouraged right now about being in education and being in a teacher? What advice would you give them? First of all, it's okay to be feeling the way that you're feeling. This year is quite literally insanity. The things that we have been asked to do, change, <laughs> adjust, modify, it's its never ending. So if you are feeling tired or burnt out or stressed, I see you. It's okay to sit in that and recognize why you are feeling that way. But just know it's going to get better. It's not going to be like this forever. Remind yourself why you started, what you love about teaching, because this year it's just, it's not normal. It's not the same. And the the reasons I got into education were to help kids and to be an inspiration. And you can still be doing that even in the midst of a pandemic. So focus on the things that you can do right now rather than the things that you can't do. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think that that's super important too, because we can't do it all. And if you're out there feeling super discouraged about your, your job as a teacher, like, 
like you said, Haley, this is not forever, thankfully, because I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> no. Forever. Girl, I cannot. I cannot either. Um, okay. So you talked about being a people pleaser. And how hard was it to stand up for yourself at your previous school? Like, did you relent a lot and just stay quiet or? So I was there three years and it took me three years to stand up for myself. If that tells you anything. (laughs) Not proud of that, but just it was what it was because I didn't want to upset anyone and I knew that the way I thought and the way I taught was different and that doesn't mean that the way that the other teachers at my school teach is wrong it just like it wasn't meshing and I Mm -hmm. think that's okay and healthy to say like I'm allowed to go find somewhere that is on the same page as me and they're allowed to keep doing their own thing too like it's both good and okay but you know one time I tried to explain I love just like silly analogies or things like that and one time I tried to tell someone that finding the right schools, like finding the perfect pair of jeans, they're not going to fit everybody. Like my favorite pair of jeans might not fit you. You might not like the fabric, but I'm still allowed to have a good pair of jeans and you're allowed to have a good pair of jeans. Doesn't make the jeans bad. They're just right for me. So just go find your good jeans, you know? (laughs) (laughs) And then never, ever leave them. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, I, (laughs) yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's a great, I think that's a great analogy to kind of go into also this positivity, like just because another teacher is happy at my school doesn't mean that I need to be happy in finding my fulfillment there. Like it's okay to go and look for something that's right for you. Um, yeah. And and, and on the same page, it's like, you can, you can outgrow somewhere that you've been and that's okay too. We are constantly changing and evolving as educators. And I think good educators, they want to continue to grow and they may realize that it might not be at that same school that they're at. And that is okay. Yes, 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 yes. I a hundred percent agree. Giving me a lot to think about. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay, so one last question is kind of a loaded question, but do you think that toxic positivity is real? Yes, and you're right. It is a loaded question. I think (laughs) (laughs) it is real because in the sense that you were kind of talking about earlier, you could say to someone like, oh, I'm not feeling so great. And they might come back with, oh, it's okay. Just look on the bright side of things. Like to me, toxic positivity is not being able to acknowledge how you are feeling and when you are feeling negative or depressed or whatever that might be. But on the flip side, I don't think it's toxic to have a positive outlook on things. Like I can say, I was super depressed last year and my school was really rough and I wasn't doing so well, but I still chose to find an out. I still chose to stay positive and find something different. And I think those two things can coexist. You can Mm -hmm. feel depressed, but you can also be positive. And I don't think that has to equal toxic positivity, if if that makes sense. No, absolutely. It does. I think I think it's just the the idea, I think toxic positivity to me is this idea that you are not allowed to feel feelings. <laughs> whether yes, whether if they're bad, then you're not allowed to feel them or acknowledge them. And I think that's so wrong for who we are as educators, especially for kids. Like, what kind of environment is that for our classrooms? If right. I'm not allowed to have a bad day, 
then what what am I teaching these kids and how to cope, especially during these times? Yes. No, I completely agree. I think you need to be able to feel whatever emotion it is that you are in. And you're so right. Like we as educators should not feel like we have to show up into our classroom every single day, smile on our face, super excited, (laughs) good morning. Like it's just not, there are some days that I show up and I spilled (laughs) coffee on myself and my dog was sick and like, you know, just whatever it may be, like it's, it's almost more exhausting to have to fake a smile rather than to just say, yes. look, I'm not feeling so great today <laughs> and this is where I'm at. And like, I, I would even tell my first graders that, you know, like they don't have to know the extent of the situation, but I think they're allowed to know when I'm having a bad day and they should see that. But then they also can see me overcome that and to continue to grow and get through the day as well. Right. And that actually happened today with my, with my fifth graders. Every, literally everything was going wrong today. I couldn't stream anything on Google Meets. It was it was awful. And I turned off everything and looked at them all in the camera and I was like, "Guys, I'm having a really bad day." And yeah. it is what it is. And sometimes you mm-hmm. just have to keep going and acknowledge it. And the encouragement that I got from them was just so Aww. overwhelming. And that's that's what we need to be doing in our classrooms for sure, rather than putting on uh, yeah. a fake smile. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. And that's so awesome that you just admitted that to your kids because I think they need to see too that we're human. I think being able to talk about our feelings and where we're at before we even start the day is so important. And I love to do that in my classroom every single morning during our morning meetings, just kind of yeah. check in. How are we doing today? Is there anything anybody needs to talk about You know, before diving into our day? Yeah, love, love, love that. All right. So one of the things that you talked about earlier that you put in your uh, in your box of happy things to do, you talked about Target. Haley, how oh, much yes. do you how much do you love Target? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> you love Target a lot. Target loves you so much. It does. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the treasures that you find. Every time that I see that you're going to Target on Instagram, I'm like, oh boy, here we go. We're <laughs> about like, to find I'm some treasures. Even, oh yeah, I'm not even looking for them either. It's just they find me. It's so great. <laughs> <laughs> so, so in order to see how much you love Target, I'm just, I'm going to see if you're a, really a Target addict Okay, we're going to do a diagnosis here. Okay. I'm, All right. I'm nervous, but I'm excited. <laughs> these are these are yes or no questions. Okay. Uh, okay. Have you ever made up a totally dumb excuse to go shopping at Target? Yes, for sure. I mean. I don't even have to think about no, it. No, <laughs> I know. I, I literally went after school for tape, I think, yesterday. And my husband was like, right, mm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tape. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tape, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Do you visit Target at least once a week? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like nervous. I'm like, yeah, I yeah. do. <laughs> do you get like a an sudden, intervention? Right, right. Do you get a sudden rush of energy whenever you walk into a Target? You smell the Yeah, doesn't everybody? Starbucks, have you ever right? walked in there? The people, the the dollar spot is right in front of me. Like I'm just like how, this place is amazing. How am I not my my Apple Watch is just like whoa, girl, your heart rate, breathe a little bit here. Cause, I know, I know. Yikes, yikes. All right, 
this is this is an interesting question because <laughs> this tells me how much you've been. Do you have a preference on I'm what nervous. cashier you get? <laughs> okay, no. I think that's my first no. Okay, all right. But my target is like a super target and it's huge. So, <gasps> you know, it's so nice. Oh, yeah. lucky. It's like Disneyland. So great. Oh. It really is. <laughs> Uh, have you ever gone in with just a hand basket and then ended up getting a cart? Oh, yeah. See, yeah. that's the problem. It's like you walk in with – sometimes I'll say nothing. I'm like, don't even take the basket, Haley, because you literally just need, like, <laughs> tape, like you were saying. So I'm like, don't get the basket. And then I'm, like, walking around with my hands full, like, oh, my gosh. And then I, the worker's like, hey, do you need a basket? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> Actually, yes. I Actually, no, yes. You know, I need a cart. <laughs> Do you have a wagon? Because yes. yes. <laughs> do you have a red card? I do. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Amateur hour over here. Um, have you? Oh, have you ever not purchased something because you didn't have your red card with you? Well, isn't it like on the app now? You can just scan your ar- cartwheel thing. You know. I know. I know. It's on the app it's, now. So I literally buy I everything now. <laughs> yeah. so good do you have the cartwheel app oh yeah that's my favorite and you can just like add 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 like 20% off clothes yes 20% off shoes for sure (laughs) right scan 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 I put something random into my cart yeah go sorry go ahead they had like a oh no they had a teacher discount at like the Starbucks that are in Target and it was like if you bought a drink you got a free bakery item or something on Cartwheel like back in January and I was like thanks Target what yeah they were like we see you teachers and I was like I see you Target (laughs) Target takes care of us yes I know I know so if you don't have Cartwheel you should (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, seriously, download it right now because I mm-hmm. I pick up something random and I scan it. And if it's on the cartwheel, even if it's like 5% off, I'm like, okay, yes. woohoo. Also, you, you want to know my favorite feature of cartwheel is the map. Like if I type something <laughs> in, I'm like, oh, I need laundry soap. And then it like, it tells me where it is. Like, I mean, I know my target, but yeah. if I go to a new target, I can figure it out. <laughs> so nice. I literally did that for eye drops the other day. Yes. <laughs> I was like, allergies, why aren't they in this aisle? And then I looked on the map. I felt yeah, like Dora, Dora the Explorer right there with my mm-hmm. map app. <laughs> <laughs> um, have you ever shopped in the clothing section while wearing clothing that was still currently being sold? Definitely, especially <laughs> when I went on my sweater binge. <laughs> oh, those sweaters this season? So good. Oh, so good. <laughs> they were amazing. Amazing. Are you currently wearing anything from Target? Yes. This tank top is from Target. <laughs> oh, and my gold hoops are from Target. <laughs> Haley, Sponsor sponsored me. by Target. <laughs> <All right. laughs> have you ever gone I shopping? I think about it. I'm like, yes. Have you ever gone shopping there and totally forgotten to get the one item you actually needed? Oh, yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have a route that you always use or do you like change? Yeah. Oh, no, no. We've got a route. We go in, like I said, on the side with the dollar spot because there's like two entries. So one is for grocery. One is for dollar spot. I prefer the dollar spot. It's right next to the women's clothing. (laughs) Dollar spot, clothing. Then I got to go check the coffee mugs because even though I have full a full shelf and full cabinets, like that's my thing. So, you know, got to check on the coffee mugs. Then we kind of like do a little roundabout to the back section, shoes, Mm -hmm. 
books. Then you get yes. into like the not so fun stuff, but things you have to buy, like laundry soap and all of that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. always my last I guess stop. I do. Yeah, you do. I know. I love yeah. it. <laughs> uh, do you prefer to go to the Starbucks inside of Target, or do you go to a Starbucks outside of Target? I actually go to a Starbucks outside of Target. Oh, it's just well, since we can't have a browsing drink right now, you know, with the masks, it's not the same. So I'm like, I'll just get my Starbucks after Target. You yeah, know? yeah, I usually do that too. It's a nice little treat yeah. for the ride home after my amazing treat of like a unne- unnecessary trip to Target. <laughs> Yeah, just keep treating yourself, girl. It's fine. (laughs) Have you ever gone somewhere and said, oh, I couldn't live here because there is no Target nearby? That's why I left my hometown, because there was no Target. (laughs) Kidding, not kidding. (laughs) We we talked about the school and the teaching teaching career, but no, it was the Target thing that really... For sure, for sure. And not only did you get a Target, you got a super Target. Yeah, it's beautiful. And there's like four Starbucks here. Can you believe it? I used to live 30 minutes from the closest one. Yeah. And now I'm like, take your pick, Haley. Whichever one you want. That's my life right now. Because now I have to get... I mean, like I've always gotten Dunkin' Donuts, but... Mm-hmm. I just, I really do love Starbucks. Ugh. I have mine right here. Oh, so jealous. So jealous. <laughs> um, do your friends and family know to get you a Target gift card for your birthday or the holidays? Yes. yes. And honestly, my kids do too. <laughs> yes. I. <laughs> Welcome to first grade, children. One oh, here's the first lesson. Target gift cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, did you or do you refer to it as Target ever? I feel like I have said that before, but I definitely just usually call it Target. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you able to do a return without going back into the store to do more shopping? No, because I actually just returned a shirt yesterday and then I went into the store. Like I didn't need to, but I did I was already there. What? So, hey. This I, this merchandise credit is like literally burning a hole in my wallet. I have to go spend it. Yeah, duh. I just got money back, so might as well go spend it. I mean, eh. Yep. And kind of on the same line, have you ever gone on to target.com right after shopping at the store? Probably. Mm, yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. And do you remember the last time you went to Target and only bought one item? No. No. <laughs> what? How do you go in there for one thing? No. What? Like, no. Uh, I, no. No. I know. So mm-hmm. it's, it's official, Haley. You're a Target addict. And I'm not here to do an intervention on you at all because I'm here <laughs> for all the Target. Like, if you are a teacher and you don't love Target, I don't... I don't know. I know that I have a lot of like interesting things to say because I know it's like Target. what can we talk about? Because uh, I go to Target for fun, so <laughs> Target is literally my self care. So yes, I'm telling you, put it in the happy box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect, perfect. All right, um, so where can people find you on all of the things? Well, thank you so much for having me on. I had so much fun. I am a latte learning on literally everything. Uh, Facebook, (laughs) Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. 
Instagram is definitely my favorite, though. So that's where I'm most active and love to chat with people. So if you would love to send me a DM, I would love to chat over on Instagram. Yay. And you said TPT as well. Oh, yes. Yep. Yep. TPT. Because you have like these viral multiplication songs. Yeah, they're pretty fun. I'm not a good singer, but the songs are fun. (laughs) They're amazing. My third graders were obsessed obsessed with them that it was so amazing yeah no that was such an amazing product if you do not have Haley's multiple songs you need to go get them on tpt right now (laughs) all right so uh thank you so much for being here today and just sharing your joy and love and light this has been such a treat to laugh thank you um, and talk about real teacher life and also just share our love for Target. <laughs> oh, I know. This was so fun. Thank you so much, Jess. <laughs> Thank you, Haley. All right. If you enjoyed our show today, I hope that you can uh, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. And also follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and on Facebook, Hot Mess Teacher Express Podcast. Please Come interact with us. Tell us how you loved it. And we will see you next time for our next episode.